Ryan. Yeah. Take it away. Hey guys, it's me, Ryan. And I wanted to pick a Shang-Chi comic. Um, there's plenty of modern Shang-Chi comics, but um, there's a current ongoing that's only two issues in, and then there's a mini series that came out just a couple months before that. Uh, so I wanted to go a little back more in time. Uh, and I decided to pick Secret Avengers, issues six through 10, kind of issues one through 10, if you wanted to be naughty. Um, uh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Mike Diodato on art and Ed Brubaker on writing. We technically did volume two, which means we did six through 12. Yeah, six through 12. Mm. That's what volume two yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. Uh, I only read six through 10 because that was the Shang-Chi show. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's Shang. Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was doing so well. I know, I was too. It's all right. Um, you know, uh, years of doing it. Um, yeah, so rereading this, I don't think it's like the greatest comic ever, but I think it's really fun. Um, did, did any, uh, who, who read all of it? Did anyone? I, know I read, read one through 12. Okay. Did you read any extra, Ben? No, that's I fine. Did, I just read the Shang Chi stuff. That's okay. And Brandon, you just read the, the Shang Chi. Okay, that's fine. Um, I think. Uh, uh, did you guys find it okay with context and stuff? Like, you know, every issue goes like previously on Secret Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. I think I that's that's one of the things Marvel has always excelled at. Yes. Um, one of the things I wish DC would do desperately. Same. Yes. Um, as these kind of like recap pages of what happened. Of what happened. It's always prior. every issue of a comic is always somebody's first. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's really cool. And and for me it helped a lot going into this because once I turned the page on that first issue on, on issue six, um, after reading the recap, I was like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm here. I'm in, yeah. the, I'm in yeah. the story. So, uh, this, this is in, uh, this is came out in 20, uh, uh, 2012. This is the Bendis era Avengers. Um, this is after dark rain and stuff. Um, Steve is not Captain America. Bucky's still cap. Um, but he is like, he's the captain as he likes to be called or whatever. Um, he's the commander. commander, the commander. Thank you. That's even, that's even better actually. Uh, and he has his team of like, basically like, like almost like an X-Force, like a, like a secret ops of Avengers. He's got like Moon Knight and Valkyrie. He's, he's becoming more and more like Nick Fury. Yes. And that's what I, that's honestly, that's my, one of my favorite things about this book. Cause this era of, of Steve Rogers, he's much more espionage, Nick Fury. Uh, a type of Captain America. Um, and I think this book's really fun. Like, again, I don't think it's like the best thing ever, but like, um, uh, I think Shang-Chi is really cool. I I forgot how much I love Sharon Carter and Valkyrie. I miss those characters. Um, they are uh, uh, they are very different than they were, they are now, um, both in the MCU and the comics. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think about this, uh, this, little, this, little, this little story? Spark, since you read the most, mm -hmm. why don't you go first? Um, I think issues one through five are all right. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're very like door busting great. Yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed like the back half six through 12 much more. Um, I'll be honest, like some of my favorite stuff was honestly in issues 11 and 12, which is a two parter uh, exploring what happened to John Steele, mm -hmm. uh, which is the original Steve super soldier. using Hank's technology to go back into a memory. Yes. Uh, and see when they got separated, what happened to him, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, John Steele, uh, uh, for those who don't know, uh, uh, is is an old school, like old old character that uh, just like just like Edward Bicker did with uh, Bucky Barnes, re repurposed into like, oh, America's actual first super soldier, and maybe he fought in the Civil War. He's really crazy. Uh, but otherwise, like, uh, I think there's there's some good stuff in the Shang Chi story. Mm -hmm. um, I like the art overall. It's very weird to read Hank now with Krakoa so present on my mind. And, yeah, like, this go is back almost, to this era of Hank, and I'm ago. like, yeah. man. But you kind of suck, man. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like reading Hank McCoy. And like I, I think if Steve knew you the way we know you right now, I don't think Steve put you on this team, man. Uh, it, it was definitely uh, a trim. I was like, oh, that's right. Beast like, wasn't always an asshole. Yeah, uh, uh, they're both part of the Illuminati, and Beast betrays Steve so in Hickman's Avengers. There's this part uh, I don't think yeah, you Hickman guys really hates Beast. I don't think you guys got to it, 
because uh, it's in the last issues, but there's a part where John Steele takes one of the lab assistants and holds a scalpel to him. And he's like, I'm going to kill them all, Rogers, if you don't stop messing with my mind. And uh, Hank's like, little do you know, all of my assistants are LMDs. And then like one of his assistants is in the panel and he's like, what? <laughs> and Steele's <laughs> yeah. like, damn it, and tosses him uh, aside. And then later Hank's like, don't worry, man, I just made that up. And he's like, oh, thank God. And I'm wait, like, no, Hank didn't. What's LMDs? Life model, Life model decoy. decoys. That's uh, who Max is. Oh, okay. Evil okay. Nick Fury? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, and, so, and so Hank's like, yeah, don't worry, I made that up. And I'm like, I... I don't know if I believe that you made that. Well, update. now that we know what, after reading the current X run and all the shit that that, that Beast was getting into, it's like, you sure about so that? So the plot of this arc of Secret Avengers is uh, Shang-Chi's dad, uh, who in the comics is Zenzu, um, Zeng, Zengzu, excuse me, um, is an old immortal uh, uh, Fu Manchu uh, 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 mystic man. Um, and this evil organization, the Shadow Council, is trying to bring him back. You got uh, you got Thorn Drake, who's like a magician man. You got a robot Nick Fury named Max, who thinks he's doing the right thing. He's my favorite character in this. I think that character I agree. rules. I think, I think Max is awesome. Um, it's a shame you guys didn't read uh, the previous stuff, even the the last issue of issue five, because that's the origin of Max and how he was a, a Nick Fury life model decoy uh, who like I, who this like bad things happened to him, and then he got like released on his own and just became this person. Uh, I really like that concept. So he was supposed to be killed and Thorndrake stole him. Okay, yeah. And he offered him a deal with the Shadow Council because he's like, this isn't the way your life should be and you know that. And so like, he's kind of bought into like this whole lie of of him not being destined for the life that Fury has had and what, what he's supposed to be. And so uh, it's, it's cool. Like I, I did think that was the best part. I think that where this suffers for me is that Thorn Drake is like the overarching villain for the, for this Brubaker arc. Cause they obviously don't bust him here. He starts in issues one through five. Yeah. Um, he's just, there's just not enough done with him for me to feel anything particularly about him. And there's not enough done with Shang-Chi's dad for me to feel particularly anything about him either. I'll say mm -hmm. The villains I care about are Max and Steel. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, ah, it's cool that Shang-Chi's here, but like I'm not super caring about like his involvement with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way because as I was reading this, I was like, okay, here's Shang-Chi's dad. And he's just like, oh, I'm trying to get back to being alive again because he's like a half rod zombie and totally gross. But looks like uh it looks like the mummy. Yeah, but also you got a uh, Thorn Drake or whatever the frack his name is, and he's just like, I'm an evil business dude. I was more, I really liked reading the banter between John Steele and Max. Yeah, same here. And I had more fun with that as well as um, the Green Mist of Death. Uh, yeah, uh, Prince of Orphans. Yeah, Prince that, of Orphans. Thank I, you. That, that I dude, think he's a great character. That dude's another like old school cool dude. That dude rules. Yeah. Uh, I, so he's part. He's part of like the flashback mission because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's also like a night that that he was out there with them. Uh, it's good. Yeah, like all the stuff with them, I was really, really enjoying. And then when Shang-Chi was on page, I was like, hey, Shang-Chi is cool. But it's it's kind of like that meme from uh um whatchamacallit top gear, where it's like, this is good, but I like this more. I think the shitty thing about it is that Shang-Chi ends up being the MacGuffin that they're going for rather than a character. Yeah, because they just need him for uh, for like his like his right. And the the Avengers are just trying to protect him. Yeah, from that and like it even comes down to these moments where like he knows something's wrong and that his dad isn't there mm -hmm. but he doesn't say it out loud to anybody he doesn't preempt it and so he just gets taken it's just like one of those hmm wait a minute and then he tries it out he's like oh shit uh uh yeah i i i agree i think this is this is a, a pretty fine book um uh, I, there is some stuff. I do think most of the action is really good. Mike Diodato is a very hit or miss artist for me. Uh, but I think he's he's hitting here. Um, the art, 
hit well for yeah, me as um, well. The stuff again that, that like you brought up earlier, Sparks, is like Captain America saying like I'm not Captain America anymore. But like this dude who works for the Shadow Council, he's like, you're not gonna torture me. You're Captain America, and he's like, but then uh, uh, Black Widow and Agent Thirteen are there, and he's like, but my friend Agent Thirteen, we've got no comms with Torture Baby, and I'm like, that's sick. And like Steve Rogers is again, he's a he's he's in his his like you he's know in his fury, he's in his fury mode, uh, and it's it's just an era I really like. I love Shang. Uh, training with Captain America and kicking Cap's ass. I think that's great. Um, Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight shows up and just rules no matter where he shows up. He's like, he's a, a secret agent in this thing and he kind of is missing the whole time until you realize he's one of the dudes uh, on the inside. Uh, just fun stuff. Yeah. Um, get this I like how when, uh, when Moon Knight, when Moon Knight is made, he just takes off the, he just takes immediately off the Immediately back oh, yeah. into his costume. Like, yep. Under it, he's just always had his Moon Knight. The big cow. The big cow. He don't give a shit. Yeah, I love it. Uh, like like that, the that, second, that the second Max is like, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I didn't do anything. He's like, bullshit. I saw you. He's like, okay, I'm compromised. Help me out. And he just takes it out. He's wearing the hood already. And he's like, um, okay. One of the other things I really like is how when uh, Eric, the Ant-Man, he's trying to get Shang-Chi. And oh, Eric O'Grady. Like, he knows he like he messed up on the plane. And then like, when Commander Cap or when Commander Rogers shows up, he's like, hey, man, don't beat yourself up over it. He's like, he's like look, dude, I, there was a thing. Noah was answering the comms. And then he's like, hey, dude, you got Shang out. So good job. I uh, I love Eric O'Grady because again, this is like the period where like he's a good guy. And then a couple years later, we see him teaming up a Taskmaster where he's Black Ant and he's a villain again. So like, I love seeing these characters have their arcs and like writers specifically choose what to do with certain characters and stuff. Um, I think there's one cute little panel of all the characters fighting and it's like, and Ant-Man's like, got your back, MK. And I have yours, Ant-Man. Like, hey, teamwork, who knew? And it's just like a very like, ooh, raw, like, wow, this is hella cheesy, but I really yeah, like yeah. it. Um, yeah, I don't think it's like, you know, it's not the best book, but like, it's it's a good action time. Real mm -hmm. quickly, Downright Nerdy Podcast is in the chat. <gasps> oh, oh. Uh, late tonight. Uh, hey guys, Shang-Chi just ended waiting on last post-credit scene. Just wanted to say hi. Gonna listen to the show manana. I love All it. Right. Thanks for uh, coming. Hope you guys are doing well. Ben. Uh, <laughs> so I did message him right after a certain... Uh, Okay, full stop. The Dodgers and Giants are right now we're neck and neck in the for for winning first place in the National League West. Um, we we had a, a three game series today. Giants won two, Dodgers won one, and the Dodgers lost tonight. So right now the Giants are in first place by a game, and we have the rest of the of September. To you go know, through. if it was switch, you'd be like the Giant, the Dodgers oh, are be... in first place, and I'd be yes. like, yeah, by a game, and you'd be like, but we're in first. Ha! Ah! You would know. do the ha. Yep, you would do the ha. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm it's trying to get about better. Growth. I love it. We're good. I'm trying to get better. And it's all in speaking about growth. I would only probably do the ha huh, if we actually won the National League West. We haven't won the National League West. Growth. Eric O'Grady grows into Giant Man. He does. He does. In this book. I love it. Uh, that was that was fun when he's just like the suit's not made to fly, so hang on. Yeah, it's like, the first time, first time. Speaking he did that. of giants, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah. I was mm, okay. You know what? I'll let you have that one, Sparks. You get that one. <laughs> you know, I probably just the one. There's a bunch of other Shang Chi books I probably could have picked that would have been better representations. But I just wanted to do uh, yeah, something I, a little different. I don't know? think it's a bad comic. I yeah. don't think it's a great representation no, of Shang Chi. This definitely hit better nine years ago when I read it first. I would yeah. definitely say that the other stuff that isn't the the primary focus, I was liking a lot more. Mm -hmm. And I kind of do wish I read issues 10 and or 11 and 12, which is the Captain John Steele story, because yeah. I was really curious about John Steele. I've never heard of this character before. This is, a, this is very much like... Brubaker's a good storyteller, but this is very much a story yeah. that's about Steve and Steele and Max mm -hmm. and... 
Thorne Drake. Yeah. And it's not really about anybody else, kind of a little bit about like you I think you get the most play, I think, with Eric yeah. outside of any of those other characters. Then everyone else is just kind of there. This is around the time he was doing or ending his Captain America run. So he's still in Captain America mode. So this is still basically Captain America and Friends book. Yeah. Yeah. Um Anything else you want to add, or should we get out of here? No, secretly. Hey, that first mission, they go to they go to Mars and they have to fight a possessed Nova. Uh, Steve has to put on the Nova helmet, which is cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He connects with the war mind. Uh, cool. Get, getting out a little early today. Wait, I got to talk about Secret Avengers for another 45 minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, um, Secret Avengers is actually, uh, this is a book that continued to be, to, I think it got, got only better and better. I think um, Remender took over this book and made it infinitely better after Brubaker. Uh, Brubaker's a really, really, like, he's one of my favorite writers, but his independent stuff is infinitely better than his superhero stuff. Brubaker is actually one of the only people who have a bad X-Men run. Oh. Yeah, Brubaker's X-Men is not good. Whoops. Um, it's sad. <laughs> 